we are so excited to be here. We are the Hallmarkies podcast, but today we are looking up at the Up channel. And uh, <laughs> we have our special uh, off-network correspondent, uh, Amy Lynn Craig, is here. And we found out about these Up movies, so we figured we'd better talk about them. I'm Rachel, and Amber's here. Maybe... No, I'm here. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> you're you're upset, huh? I upset. am. <laughs> you know, part of me honestly is like, forget you up network. You canceled date my dad, which was like quality. I mean, you know what? To be fair, they probably just can't afford to make it, but still, how dare they? <laughs> Yeah, I'm here on protest. So the Up Network, what is the Up Network, Amber? What kind of, yeah. Up, according to their press, is television's trusted destination for uplifting shows families can watch together. Also, it's like, if you have really good cable, you get this and Hallmark Channel. Like, it's it's like, we want to be Hallmark Channel. Um, but they're awesome. They have some original shows like Bringing Up the Bates and a, this new show called Our Wedding Story, where it's just like people filming themselves getting married. So yeah. I guess if you're into that kind of reality TV romance stuff and nobody's competing, then this is for you. Now they they're starting having like weird disaster shows, which is strange uh, thing to put in there. But there you go. That's all. Well, they don't friendly. really have like a bunch of weird disaster shows. They just it's like a summer are thing. obsessed with this new <laughs> disaster show they've decided to make. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They and they had a bunch of uh, original movies at Christmas. Uh, most of them, to be completely honest, were were super rough for me. <laughs> they were really badly made and really not great. But we found out about these four movies and we thought what the heck they are calling it june swoon i guess branded it june swoon which i'm not gonna lie is actually a little bit better than june brides or it's june a little more personality yeah it's like it's, yeah hey, more catchy it is more catchy so like they're beating hallmark there <laughs> um and i will say that some of their christmas movies i really liked aka one of their christmas movies i really liked which was the 12 days of giving rachel hated it because she was like why is everything like on the most exposed filter in all time <laughs> nobody knows yeah. um i thought you liked two of theirs for christmas that one about the rose parade girl. i did also like christmas princess well enough but like, it was like half a good movie, in my opinion. I'm not going to ever like watch it again, but <laughs> I thought it was fine. And like, it made me cry a ton. Yeah. And I, you know how I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> Get those <laughs> tears out of here, you fools. Okay. Anyway, so that's so, up. And yeah. we made our off network correspondent, Amy, watch all these movies. Hello. I to DirecTV to see if I could add up network or like get a different like program whatever and all the programs direct tv has that have up get rid of hard movies and mysteries (laughs) (laughs) which makes no sense to me but okay yeah that's definitely a good call to pick hallmark movies mysteries over the up network we understand but you were able (laughs) to find these 
in the end. Yeah, on YouTube, um, a lot of these movies from Up you can watch on YouTube for a buck ninety nine. So yeah, That's that funny. is honestly one thing I will say where Up Network seems to be superior to Hallmark. I feel like every one of their original movies or the shows that they're promoting is like um, they're all available on Amazon or YouTube, Google Play, iTunes. Like you can get these movies and own them or rent them if you want to. And Hallmark is like, mm, we'll maybe release one thing, thanks. Like, so that is that is definitely a way in which they are superior to Hallmark. Because to be fair, they probably put as many movies available in those mediums because Hallmark just makes more of them. But I don't understand in this day and age why they're not trying to take people's money and have them buy their movies. I don't understand. It doesn't even make sense. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Like the whole thing, like we don't need Hallmark to have a Disney vault. Like let mm-hmm. us have the movies. Like, like, and I maybe like, I could maybe understand why they don't release them all on DVD. Cause you have to like press the DVD right, and like, right, yeah. there's cost to that, but I don't feel like there's going to be much overhead in allowing people to Strange. digitally download things. Right. Yeah. Agreed. And also they have Hallmark movies now. Why can't they just put their whole catalog on there? I don't understand yeah. why they pick and choose. Agreed. And one of these movies, uh, the Betty on the Bride is actually on Hallmark movies now. So oh, there you go. Why did I rent it then? <laughs> I just found out today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, okay. okay. So we're going to talk about these movies. Uh, and <laughs> overall, overall, these four movies, uh, Amy, what did, you, what did you think? Do you think it was pretty rough or what did you think? Um, they they were okay. I mean, would not watch any of them again. Um, but good one time watch. I think that's it. That's fair. That's <laughs> certainly fair. Amber, I honestly think that there are two of these movies which I would watch again. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to see if it's the same ones. I actually, uh, I thought that one of them was painful to survive. <laughs> okay. But- yeah, one of them made me want to, like, I could not handle it. One of them, I thought I was going to not, and I was, maybe because my expectations were, like, below floor level. Like, I was, you know, like, the bunker where you survive and like, world-ending event. I was right, down right. there with my yeah. expectations. And then I was like, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's fine. And then two of them I actually liked yeah. and i am very surprised about one of them i'm not gonna yeah, say a word yeah. yeah okay so i mean i will but not yet <laughs> otherwise you won't listen to the rest of the podcast I, I i think i might actually be on your same page i thought that two were solid uh one was fine and then one was i wanted to die okay so let's <laughs> see it's the same so the first one we're gonna talk about is bridal boot camp and our little summary of this. Pretty dressmaker Andy joins a motley crew of brides-to-be for a grueling bridal boot camp where young ladies learn how to become better brides. She thinks she's found the perfect place to become the perfect bride. But when Andy meets Casey, a handsome delivery man who doesn't believe in marriage, she starts to question her picture-perfect image of her current engagement and what marriage truly means. So... This movie starred uh, Spencer Locke in the lead and uh, the handsome delivery man was played by Jake Sandvig, was the name. Uh, so 
uh, I'll share my thoughts first. So this is very similar to The Perfect Bride uh, in concept, I think. Uh, but I, uh, I... I mean, I don't know if it was actually similar to The Perfect Bride in concept. Because mm. it was like one of the brides was the lead as opposed to... But like, um, if I had to choose which bridal boot camp I was going to... Um, <laughs> this one or the one from the hallmark movie yeah you bet best believe i'm going to the hallmark movie one right (laughs) yeah why why would you say Mm -hmm. that first of all the lady was just like bananas crazy like who was she trying to be the trunch bull and like all of the things they were making him do were ridiculous like oh we're gonna like why would i feel like every time they left they just left with giant bouquets of flowers, which I don't even know, like, what was the point of him, of every person having bouquets of flowers? Plus, she was just, like, really mean and not encouraging, like, the first day, she's like, yeah, you're fat. Your husband won't love you if you're fat. And I was like, whoa, lady, we are getting up on the wrong foot. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 they were trying to do this whole, like, boot camp part of it but like and that was that to them means like be really mean but like this lady put steve bassick in (laughs) to shame like this this is like this is a really like i mean golly and i was like listening to the rules and i was like i am uncomfortable this is a terrible terrible boot camp yeah agreed and yeah because the, the perfect bride like she's like super positive and like yeah and think like, affirmation thoughts and trust and we're gonna have a trust lock and like whatever stuff like that and like building yeah. a relationship and we're we're doing this movement so that you'll have like sensory memory of these things and like so you can absorb yeah. like brilliant <laughs> this lady's like the craziest it was, she was just crazy and then I guess I'm just going. Meh. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> and I did not like the main girl. I felt like she okay. was such a brat. Like, am I crazy? Someone support me or fight me. Amy, what did you think of, of this? I, like, I could not take her seriously because I feel like she looked way too young. Uh-huh. I was just like, it, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, she was just like kind of not a bride <laughs> she did not seem like the bride at all and she was kind of a little insufferable um yeah she kind of was i agree i agree she was definitely an insufferable bride and and not in a fun way not in like a oh my gosh i need to have all like her being like i am already the perfect bride was the most frustrating thing i've ever heard and then she goes to this ladies class like even if you think it's bogus and you're just going to support your friend, like, how about you try not to be such a rude person? She's like, yeah, mm, yeah this class is terrible, and I'm going to come to this class and prove to you why your class is terrible. I hated it. <laughs> I wondered why this girl looked so familiar. She was on Phil of the Future and Big Time Rush. Because oh, I was like, she looks girl. so uh, familiar. Who is she in Phil of the Future? Uh, can... Dia Kegel. I don't think I said that right. But yeah. Hmm. She was on like six episodes of Back to the Future. She was also on Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. So what did you think of the romance element of this? You've got her uh like 
I, I had I had problem with it because so she's dating this guy that is or she's engaged to this guy who is a resident doctor whatever and that's like she, and she's like mad at him or feels like they don't have enough connection because he's spending too much time at work like that's what it takes like you have to that's what it's it takes what to be a doctor. Up for. Like, that's not him being a terrible person that's like him becoming a doctor like yeah and like spoiler alert this is what residency is and it lasts like three years yeah and then at the end of that then he just gets to be a doctor i mean my (laughs) aunt my aunt chris like oh she had to live in student housing she had her first four kids there and she had to i mean she hardly saw like i mean she went through everything because my my uncle became a radiation oncologist so he was like a specialist so even more like and but then like things you know things balanced down and it was okay and and great and they're they're very happy like that's just part of being a young married couple for almost any career like Mm -hmm. almost any career like whether it's both of you having to like really focus a lot on work if you want to be ambitious if you want to be successful and that's the thing like a lot of people say they want to marry really ambitious people but i'm like do you really do you know what it takes to be super ambitious like i don't know i didn't see anything that he was doing that was like rude or or bad well no and she was the rude one like he doesn't show up for the events and she's like yeah i didn't even invite him like she's the rude one he doesn't even have a chance to succeed or fail yeah if he doesn't know about it like he's not an awful person right (laughs) like for not being and i feel like she when she met him and found out he wants to be a doctor did she not like look up what it entails did she not know what she was signing up for like as being in a relationship with him like it just i don't know it seemed like she was being really inconsiderate when she know like she should have known what his load was gonna be yeah yeah i mean and to be fair like you can say like oh i was like swept up in the like puppy love romance of the thing and then like i fell out of it and like i was just growing apart and she was setting out to fail but I don't want to watch a movie where that person's supposed to be, like, the hero. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it definitely went some places that a Hallmark movie wouldn't go, which was kind of funny. Like, they're, they're, her and this delivery guy, which he was kind of charming, I thought, enough. Yeah, he um, was easily the best part of the show. I yeah. mean, actually, in mm-hmm. the, you know, three minutes, we actually got to see her fiancé. He killed it. <laughs> I felt so bad for him when she gave him back the ring. But other than him, the the delivery guy was did a great job. Yeah. I just didn't feel yeah. any connection between the two of them. So I didn't buy any of it. But they have this weird thing that they both like they both love they both love gardens, which isn't weird, but like this weird like thing where they like sleep on the grass for the night. Like, I don't know. It was it was kind of odd. Like I can't imagine like he's like you looked so comfortable that I couldn't didn't want to wake you from sleeping on the grass and I'm like what kind of grass is this <laughs> like some kind of extra okay and let's be real if I wake up and I fell asleep on the grass somewhere and someone just left me freaking outside I would be furious <laughs> like also dude, like I don't want to say yeah. that mosquitoes love me more than anyone else on planet earth <laughs> but they do 
if I slept outside just straight up in the grass, not to mention the fact that if you sleep on the ground, it's freezing. Let's ignore that for a minute. Yeah. I would be covered in mosquito bites. (laughs) Right. Legitimately covered. Like I can step outside and be outside for like three minutes and have seven mosquito bites. Like it, I don't even live in mosquito country, but they're like, is she coming out? You guys, I heard she was going to come outside today. So I just, if someone left me to sleep outside all night on grass, I would be like, I'm never even speaking to you again. I don't even care. Like if it was my mom, I'd be like, how dare you? Family over. Like uh, if you ever like sat on the grass and you kind of have the weird like impression of the grass, like on your legs or something like that, you'd have that like on your face and you'd be all like. It, it, you'd have all like the dew from the morning like all over you it would be yeah it would, it would not be romantic at all and like it, your back would be all sore it would be a like it was, not, it was a stretch like this is I not how she's yeah how she slept all night on the ground and didn't like like nothing yeah agreed yeah what do you think of her friend uh, uh her friend ariel Um, Her friend was also a brat. Remember how they had that big fight where her friend was like, well, I think the dress you made me is trash. And she was like, okay, well, here, you can find a new dress and a new bridesmaid after I worked super hard on that dress for you. And I was kind of supporting her in this fight. Like, that was the only time I was like, way to go. And then they get back to not being in a fight. And she's like, I'm sorry that I blew up at you and was rude to the lady and then the meanest. And her friend is like, I'm sorry, but like, she didn't even say I'm sorry. What did she say? She said something like, all they did was like, uh, she showed up at the house and she's ordering Thai food and she's like, Pad Thai and and the friend's like, make that two Pad Thai's. Well, no, right after that, they talk and Andy says she's sorry Uh about blowing up or whatever. And, oh, I know. And uh, her friend was like, I'm sorry I, like, spoke loudly to you. But, like, not like, I'm sorry I would drag you to this thing you didn't want to do. And I'm sorry that I called you out for being such a jerk and that I was rude about your career. Like, none of that. She didn't apologize at all. I was really mad about it. You know how I feel about tracking apologies, right? Like, she must have gone to the When Calls the Heart School of Apologizing. (laughs) Right. Oh! <laughs> oh. What was the girl that you didn't like on what calls the heart? I can't remember, but you know that blonde girl yeah, who blonde always girl is who like, <laughs> like, oh, hey, Philip, how do you like having them four eyes, you nerd? And then Elizabeth would be like, um, I, what do you say? And she's like, sorry, Miss Thatcher. <laughs> and she never apologizes to Philip. Right. That's, right. that's yeah. what her friend did. Right. So, Amy, how many clouds would you give this out of five? Bridal boot camp. Three. Ooh, pretty generous. There you go. All right, Very Amber. Nice. <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, this one is even my one. bad one. Half. Half a cloud. This one is <laughs> even my bad one. Ooh, okay. Uh, I would give it two clouds. Yeah, it gets half a cloud from me. There you go. All right. So the next one, we have Betting on the Bride. Mm -hmm. And this one, the little description is 
A womanizer bets that he can get someone to accept his marriage proposal after dating him for just 30 days. What he doesn't know is that the woman he has targeted has some serious commitment issues. So this is kind of a taming of the shrewd type of situation, kind of, uh, where you have this bet. Also, it's 100% a bride for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed, agreed. Well, so they have this uh, this girl who... Uh, and it was also, oh, it wasn't similar to Yes, I Do, but just in the sense that the, the uncommitted bride it mm-hmm. made me think because I saw it soon after that. But um, <clears throat> basically you have this girl who uh, at the beginning, she leaves a guy at the altar and uh, then you've got this other guy who him and his buddies from work are like, hey, you know, we'll give up, you have to give up some of your good clients or something like that if you can't get a a girl to marry to accept a marriage proposal in a month like i can't even remember why they decided this was like funding or a good idea do you remember amber they were just bowling yeah. you know how guys do and they were, they were like, like talking they were talking about their wives and like their family and everything and like making fun of them for being a bachelor or whatever and and he was yeah. like you don't even know and they're like no we know and you'll never get married because you're a bachelor this, like i am sorry this movie is Beat for Beat, A Bride for Christmas yeah. with Ariel Kebble and Andrew Walker. Yeah. Except for it's not Christmas. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. It really is true. So yeah, you have um, Cindy Busby plays her sister in this. Uh, and then Kim Delaney plays her mom. Uh, who people might recognize from Army Wives. The lead is Carissa Lee Staples. And then this lead guy is Peter Mooney. And i actually thought this was fine i enjoyed this i thought that they had pretty cute chemistry and i liked the supporting were pretty fun and um i felt bad for the guy that she left at the altar Poor guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i felt bad for all three of the guys she left yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't know it it, it was just pleasant little forgettable you know movie in my opinion yeah, and I honestly really liked this movie. I felt uh-huh. like Peter Mooney was so cute, and I liked their chemistry. Mm-hmm. I loved the subplot with the, like, Girl Scouts. That was so cute. It was, a, yeah. like, he was adorable with that little girl. Um, I, I just really liked it. And to be fair, I mean, I really like A Bride for Christmas, so I would probably like a decent remake of it. And the thing that I noticed the most about this is that it felt like they actually had some semblance of a budget on this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, filled with lots of the, like, bloop, 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 bloop background music where you're like, this is supposed to be funny, I guess, but it's not. Yeah. I didn't have any of that stuff. I felt like the lighting was much better. Like, there weren't really even scenes where people had shadows all over their faces, unlike in the other movies. Mm-hmm. um so and i so i feel like it was probably the best produced of the movies yeah um and i really i bought their chemistry i really liked it i really liked it 
Yeah, it was cute. I enjoyed it too. I I thought they did enough sort of backstory to try to kind of explain why she, you know, had these issues because everybody who would always ask her was always in these like really public settings where mm-hmm. she felt all this pressure and she didn't want it. She's like a, she's a kind of person who wants to please other people. He doesn't want to embarrass other people. And it's not that she dislikes these guys that she said yes to. She just doesn't have the, she just doesn't love them, you know, which is, is, is totally understandable i i i can picture that and um yeah you know and cindy busby is always really cheerful and fun to have and things and she was nice in this i think and uh you know i've always liked kim delaney as uh you know she's good in army's wives (laughs) it's fun to see her again so i don't know what did you think amy about this one um i cindy busby was my favorite part of this movie um but i i think I liked it until the end. I just think oh. it was too, like, everything's okay now in five seconds, and yeah, let's get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was too quick, and I feel like there wasn't enough of, like, a resolution for them two, but I think they were really good together. The two of them was, like, a good couple, and yeah, yeah it was Because, of course, she finds out about the bet as these kind of gimmick romantic comedies, because there's a whole, like, genre of gimmick romantic comedies, whether it's, like, mm-hmm how to lose a guy in 10 days or you know it's like there's like an article that has to be written or like uh what happens in vegas or there's like this court thing and i don't uh and so there's just there's like this gimmick that forces these people to be together they don't want to be together but then they you know or whatever or a bet or you know like she's all that or you know whatever it might be and uh and they're tricky to pull off they're really really tricky to pull off Mm -hmm. and you have to have really likable leads i think to do yeah in order to make it work otherwise it can feel kind of mean-spirited i think and i feel like they did yeah and it was great yeah also i did really like that we got to see her exes and kind of see that they ended up having happy lives yeah like it made me feel less bad yeah that was nice that was nice so okay so how many clouds would you give this one amy Mm, two there you go. And Amber? I'm going to give this one 3.7 clouds. Mm, very good. All right. I think I'd give it like 3.25 for okay. my uh, clouds. So, all right. Next, we are going to talk about a movie that took me to a dark place. <laughs> um, first, we're going to talk about... It's called Love Exclusively or It Happened One Valentine's. And the blurb is, when ambitious reporter Ali Rush is recruited by vindictive music manager Vivian Cartwright to play Cupid to famous pop musicians Caleb Green and Carson Pete in return for an exclusive story over Valentine's weekend, Ali soon realizes Caleb has his sights set on her. Now, torn between her big career move and her growing feelings for Caleb, Ali is left to question whether she can coerce Caleb into something his heart does not desire or if she should fall in love and make him her very own Valentine. (laughs) So, full disclosure. So, I was watching this movie and I was just like, this is, like, it it broke me. Like, I, I thought I was a pretty strong person and because people make fun of me all the time in film twitter about like how can you watch all these tv movies like and i defend them and i say they're good and 
and they're they're under I, I feel like they're sort of they're they're my underdogs of the cinema world you know and I've got like William Bibiani on my side and I've got Alonzo Duraldi on my side you know these tv movies and <laughs> and and but then like every once in a while one will come out where I'm just like I can't I can't do it I can't and this was one of those it was so bad and so finally about like with a half an hour to go i get on my phone and i start insta story <laughs> and doing my own commentary and i probably had about i don't know about 30 uh <laughs> 30 little story things that i did about like oh look and, and that was the the only way i could get through this thing because it was so bad it was so badly made it was so badly shot every character was terrible and horrible and i hated them the music was awful <laughs> i hated all the singing i was just like oh no they're singing it again i want to die and it was just not for me i hated this movie it was horrible <laughs> so amber what about okay. you so i recorded this movie and my dvr only recorded the last four minutes so I watched the last four minutes and I was like, oh my gosh, my DVR like probably cut off the last, the first a million minutes because it hated it so much. This is the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And then I watched Bridal Boot Camp and I was like, this movie is so terrible. I imagine that Love Exclusively is going to have to be the way worse. It might be so terrible that I love it. So I was like, I'm going to see if it's on demand. And it was. So I watched it. And then I was like, you know what? I don't mind this movie. It's okay. Like, what? sure, James Maslow was terrible. Sure, the song, he was, Amy. I don't care about you and your boy band this. He is the worst. And I was, but, 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 I, and like the song, I hate that song. JK, I love it now. I've experienced like these strange like Stockholm syndrome moments where like by the end of the song, I was like, you know what? I actually kind of dig it now. Like they they did it. They made me like now I like the song. Um, and I will have to admit that I loved Maddie. I loved her friend Maddie. Um, basically from the minute he brought out that thing and he called it a love loaf i was like heck yeah love loaf and i just called him love loaf the whole time um because he was great i loved him and you know how i feel about liars i love them so this was just a liar story it works for me i was a big fan i mean not a big fan i was like a tepid fan and amy <laughs> this movie was awful <laughs> thank you it was and I was so excited because I'm like ah oh, James Maslow like my my big time rush you know you know because like I have a soft spot for all the Pena Vega movies on Hallmark because of Carlos from big time rush but like this was just the singing was okay because I I think James is a good singer but the story was just oh my gosh it felt like it went on forever it felt so long and the and this manager vivian was the worst character to ever grace the screen she was absolutely horrible and i mean just such a cliche of every like ice queen woman 
that you've ever seen in a movie. She was just embarrassing. I felt embarrassed for the actress. I thought that it was so predictable. It was so like every character I just thought was just awful. And I, it was like, there were whole shots where there was like, they wouldn't even like set her on the actual like person. You were just seeing the back of extras. And I'm like, you guys, yeah, this movie was like, remember when they were (laughs) shooting the music video and like, there was like, there was like, shadow all over and like i have better oh lighting right now yeah, i can't no. even i yeah. have better lighting than they did and like oh wait hold on i can't i'm just too beautiful but they <laughs> they it was so funny i was like i like the people who made this movie are professional movie makers so how come they don't know how to light someone's face mm-hmm. like unbelievable and and i i just thought that like every line of dialogue felt like it was like an it was like a telenovela, but like mm-hmm. not as good. And yeah. like everything was just so like so melodramatic and so ridiculous. And and uh, you're just like the like the the one pop queen is claiming like that Maddie broke her heart, and it's been like a weekend, and they've had like one cozy movie together. You're just like really, you know? And like i don't know just everything i just thought every single line of dialogue was cringy and terrible and every character was terrible and every shot was terrible and i hated the music and it was just not for me i thought it was awful (laughs) i I wrote i'd say i wrote down one of the one of the reviews on imdb (laughs) it says says, i'm serious i love chick flicks but this was the cringiest movie ever the actors tried but all in all it was bad you should save your time and find something other to watch even if it is a blank wall and i agree with this review and it was not me who wrote this review i promise what i'm gonna say is if you feel like you must watch this movie watch the last four minutes (laughs) and then start it over because you're gonna be like (laughs) <laughs> what in the heck is this garbage? Why is everyone dressed in bright red? This is so stupid. And then you'll watch the whole movie and you'll go, I mean, yeah, it's terrible. It's even maybe a little worse than I thought it was going to be. Yet somehow I'm not mad about it. I'm okay with the fact that it's like this. Uh-huh. And and now I'm like, give me that love song again. I don't even know how it went, but I, was, oh I didn't God. want to die at the end. I wanted to die early on, but I, mo- I moved on. But Vivian, watched- come on. You've got to give me Vivian was the worst character. Well, of oh, course, Vivian had no nuance. Awful. She was just insane. But, you know, I sometimes like insane people. Oh, no. I mean, like, it's such a cliche. It's such an insult to working women to have them always portrayed as anybody who's, like, diligent at their job and is trying to do a good job is like an ice queen and is like out to get love you know it's just like oh i hate it so much and like there's a lot of nice working women out there that are dedicated to their jobs but also uh but also are are, haven't lost all connection with humanity okay also did we find out i wanted to check this out but i didn't bother googling it because i didn't want to put more time into it um i feel like the the movie was actually just like a really long commercial for that charity that they were talking about. Yeah. Is that a real charity? I don't know. I don't think so. Cause like, if it was a real charity, then I feel like I was very well informed. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't even remember what it was called to look it up. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, <laughs> I, I so I, sorry, can, I just want to say that I watched this movie the day after I was on a film set. And I was an extra in a three-minute short film, okay? It took about 14 hours to film, but it was a three-minute short film I was an extra in. Yeah. And that production quality for this three-minute <laughs> short film is going to be ten times better than this entire movie. Amy, I have never been more better friends with you than this moment because I completely agree with you. And I'm, I, oh, God. I was yeah. an extra for eight hours, whatever, and I was like, this is awful, and that, that music video, like, set was, like, a, a bad music video from YouTube 2010 where you lip-sang is what it looked yeah. like to me, so. It was so funny. It was so funny. Remember when he was like, oh my gosh, I will not be shirtless again, and it was so funny. I died. I loved it. Uh -huh. Well, we got, so, Amy, how many, I mean, how many, Amy, how many clouds did you get this? It doesn't even get a cloud. It gets some mist. Yeah. Like, not even. <laughs> Zero. Zero clouds. <laughs> yeah. I literally, it was almost a DNF. It was just, I thought, atrocious in every way. Well, hello. Look at me. I'm giving it a full crown. Okay. Cloud. No, it does not. No, I'm giving it one full cloud. Yeah, you're, that, that's that's fair. I can I can live with that. Okay. I'm not saying it was like a masterpiece and whatever. I just after watching it uh, through at, after you know you know I watched it. We already. I think about because it. you saw my Insta story and so you had like so that made it more enjoyable to watch it. <laughs> saw my Insta story and all my funny commentary. <laughs> I didn't watch it with that. Just kidding. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Love's Last Resort. Mm -hmm. Okay. This was actually the one I heard about first, which, you know, gave me the whole idea of doing this. So we have a few months after dumping her boyfriend, Eric, Chloe takes a vacation only to find him at the same resort getting married. Convinced he's making a huge mistake, Chloe recruits the resort manager, Hunter, to make Eric jealous. But when she starts to fall for Hunter, Chloe will have to put her history with Eric aside if she wants to give new love a chance to blossom. So here we go. So <laughs> this movie, it has, the lead is Al Alex Ang Anglis. And, uh, and then Jesse Hutch plays Eric, the ex, uh, and uh, Thomas Bodoon, Bodoon, I don't know how you say his name. Anyway. I like plays, to say Bodoon. Bodoon. <laughs> he plays Hunter. Bodoin. I'll and, say Bodoin. I say April, his name a lot, but never the same way. <laughs> and then April Bal Balbi from Drop to Diva, she uh, is, plays the fiance, the new fiance. Uh, and then you have Alan Thicke appearing uh, in his, I think, last role. So that's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so I actually, I thought this was like decent. Uh, and you are some... forgetting, of course, Ellen Green as the busybody aunt slash best oh, friend. Oh yeah, yeah, she's pretty fun. Yeah, I actually enjoyed this pretty well. Uh, it has some problems. Some of the stuff just doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> like 
I don't understand how she all of a sudden becomes a doctor working at the resort. Like, did she have a whole nother job? Like, it was very confusing, but okay, whatever. Well, she was um, on vacation. She just decided to make it a working vacation. She didn't fill out like any 10 W-2s or anything like that. How long is this? But like, she's like, I don't know if I'm going to go back. And next I got this job. I don't know. That was a little confusing. But anyway, um, I thought that pretty much the men made this movie like i thought mm-hmm. Jesse was pretty funny as this like guy obsessed with this show and like i don't know i thought he was funny as he always is and i thought that uh this, that uh, thomas bodun was super hunky and i enjoyed every scene he was in <laughs> and i have admit the kissing scene in this movie i thought was very swoon worthy and very well done he says i don't want to complicate things and he says I'm not a complicated guy. And then he kisses her. I'm like, oh, that was good. I like that. That was really good. Because um, I like swoonworthy scenes like that. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, sort of the theme, you know, she says at one point, she's like, that's, it's not love. It's just geeking out over pop culture. And I kind of thought that was sort of fun because I think that like, I don't know, just thinking even with my friend that I'm like, oh, we have so much in common. We both love Disney. I'm like, you know, I don't know. It just made me think of that. You know, it's like, do we really have that much in common? Or do we just like the same random pop culture thing? So uh, uh, it's it's got problems and a lot of the humor doesn't work. And her a lot of her, her decisions are nonsensical and weird sometimes. But I laughed enough and I was swoon. I thought there was enough swoon really stuff to be entertained. So uh, Amber? Yeah, so I I enjoyed this. Like you said, Jesse Hutch was hilarious. He felt very similar to the snowman, just like yeah, a yeah, weird person who doesn't know how to live, but he's a human being, so who, who knows? Um, like we said, Thomas Bedoyne the, is so handsome. He's so it's ridiculous. Handsome. He even has like a weird tooth, which somehow like sets off all of his other handsomeness more. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Amy, do you um, agree with us that he's super handsome? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's super dreamy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's impossible to you would not be able to find someone who would be like, no, God, that guy's gross. Like he is undeniably, like certifiably, scientifically, quantifiably very handsome. Like you, there's no debate. Yeah, there really isn't. I mean, oh man. He's like basically freaking Superman. So Everyone knows Superman's the handsome. Oh, he was in uh, The Spirit of Christmas with Jen Lilly. Yeah, he was in The Spirit of Christmas with Jen Lilly, and he was also on One Winter Weekend? No, Love on the Slopes. Love on the Slopes. Which I enjoyed. I thought that was pretty Um, good. He's so handsome. It kills me. Okay. Anyway, I really enjoyed them. I thought she did a pretty good job, the Alex girl as Chloe. Mm -hmm. I really love Ellen Green, so I really enjoyed it. It was just some of it, and I think it was just the production value, the like hokey music cues yeah. in the background, and it, that was horrible. It was way too loud. Sometimes you couldn't hardly hear what people were saying. Yeah, which so that that really held me back from loving mm. this movie. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's that's basically. I I mean I I had a lot of fun watching it. But also while I was watching it, like there were things that distracted me from enjoying it, like mm-hmm. the loud, loud, hokey background music. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That was my main complaint. I mean, it's fun. I always enjoy having a fake ba- a fake boyfriend kind of thing. And some of the sabotage was sort of funny. And 
but and and like I said, I liked the sort of obsession about the show was was funny. But uh, but then other parts were like, okay, she's she's getting a little mean here. Like she's a little, yeah, a little she too got, far. She took too far. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and uh, and uh, yeah. So it's it's and like I said, the whole thing with her working the job thing. Was also, crazy. I, like, I do want to say like the hunter guy that was Thomas uh-huh. Bodoin. Bodoin. <laughs> yeah, he was like a little bit too perfect and too understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it was, it took me out of it a little bit. Like, yeah. I wish he had been, like, I don't know, something. I He was, it was a little, it was a little too, uh, a little too perfect for me. Like, you know, in The Matrix, I don't know if you've seen The Matrix, they <laughs> were like, we had to put in flaws because you, you people kept waking yourselves up from Utopia. Yeah. I felt like I was like, okay, I'm in Utopia. This is obviously fake. Wake me up. Yeah. Yeah, that is I mean it's very like romance romance harlequin kind of romance novelist kind of thing him his character in here. So yeah, I do agree with you there for sure. He was he was way too forgiving. Just way too much. Also, like how did she, he not look at this girl like Chloe and just be like she, he she's not in love with him. She is infatuated with him. Yeah. And like the idea of being with him, like they were together for 10 years. And it took her that long to be like, hey, you're a bum. Get off the couch. I'm leaving you. So, I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, you're just like... Like, it's an interesting idea in a way that, like, this person that you feel like... How could they change in six months? Like, that's sort of an interesting conflict. But, yeah. like... Um, but, I don't know. It... They, you know, they tried to, a lot of movies try to do my best friend's wedding kind of a thing, and that's kind of what they're trying to do here. But the thing is, is that like they were brave, a lot more brave in my best friend's wedding to like she didn't end up getting a guy and she didn't end up, you know, winning, and so she has to learn. And and uh, so, uh, you know, that's what made that movie really unique and different. And I think a lot of people try to do that, but they're not quite as brave to that you know they still want to make it happy and romantic and whatever uh so but it was pleasant it was a pleasant little movie and it was kind of fun to see alan thick at the end just because you know he's passed away and yeah you know kind of neat to see him one more time yeah so it's just odd it was an odd movie <laughs> it was kind of a weird movie i'll grant you that it just <laughs> and the show like yikes <laughs> the show it was based around yeah i actually yeah. was like a huge i would be like i would definitely be a big fan of that show. <laughs> what kind of show like what would you compare that show to what do you think I, well they like said a, it was kind of like didn't they say it was kind of like well they didn't say the a love, love boat. boat yeah love boat like oh. a saved by the bell love boat <laughs> like so but it was like they were set at this hotel that they ended up running and he was like a fancy judge and she was just a fancy other something career <laughs> and they decided to own a resort like uh, the song the song if you listen to the words actually say the plot of the show so they leave their fancy careers to have like a simple life and fall in love and run this in and i'm imagining that each week hijinks happen and you know yeah 
kind of like faulty towers but at a <laughs> resort with love yeah 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 well so amy how many clouds would you give love's last resort one one all right uh, amber um i give love's last resort three and two quarters no not three and two quarters that's a half three and a quarter crowns okay good i'm gonna give it three cl- clouds, clouds just because i thought that i keep saying cloud crowns yeah i just thought that jesse Hatch was funny enough and made me laugh enough and i thought that thomas was hunky enough that i, I thought they had good chemo there you go that is our look at the up movies so they're definitely not on the same level as that was your up update yeah as <laughs> Walmart but I think that uh that you know this shows some improvement and we can we want to be full of encouragement to keep keep trying keep putting movies out there and we will uh, we will watch them and give our honest feedback so uh, let us let us know what and you like think. I keep saying I always want to love the movies mm-hmm. And they did I, have yeah. a really cute one in the spring, I uh, can't think of the name, with um, Trevor Donovan, where this girl goes out to this, she's this like Paris Hilton type reality star who goes out to this Amish, uh, she just kind of stumbles upon this Amish group, and anyway, it was actually pretty cute, uh, and uh, <laughs> I think it was better than any of these, uh, and uh, so... There you go. That's the Up Network. Let us know what you think if you got to see any of these. And uh, thanks so much, Amy, for joining us to talk about these silly movies. No problem. I enjoyed it. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at It's Amy Craig. And then on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Weekend All Stars. And also, I will give you the link once that short film I'm in is out. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out though so yeah good that's awesome okay and Amber where can people find you as always I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it great and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube so check that out and make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter and uh, and please put in your reviews into iTunes if you can, your ratings and reviews, because that helps people find the podcast and we really appreciate it. So thanks so much. And uh, we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye everybody. Bye.